This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Pelosi calls Farm Bill unfixable. Ryan says it's the final installment of the GOP agenda. Purdue fills some key USDA jobs. Earth Day 2018 targets plastic pollution. Heading to the supermarket this weekend, you may want to take your own shopping bags. Sunday is Earth Day, and this year's theme is reducing the amount of plastic that people waste. Americans are being asked to commit to reject, reduce, reuse, and recycle plastics. House leaders forming battle lines over the farm bill. House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi used her weekly press conference yesterday to attack the farm bill. And she seemed to suggest that Democrats may follow a strategy on the floor, similar to what they did in the Agriculture Committee this week. During the committee markup of the bill, Democrats offered no amendments. They instead repeatedly attacked the bill as unfixable. Pelosi said yesterday, I don't think this bill is amendable. She was asked whether Democrats would offer amendments to the bill's nutrition title. She emphasized that the reforms to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program were not the bill's only problem. Republicans have to go back to the table and start again, she said. She also laid out a two-pronged attack on the bill that the Agriculture Committee's ranking Democrat, Colin Peterson, previewed during the committee debate on Wednesday. In addition to describing the bill's food stamp reforms as cruel and unworkable, she also charged that the farm safety net is inadequate given the uncertainty created by President Trump's trade policy. The bill abandons America's farmers and hungry families, she said. She also said the bill's SNAP reforms would only create vast, untested, unworkable bureaucracies that will increase hunger and poverty across America. That's a reference to the billions of dollars that would be spent on state employment and training programs. Ryan, the Farm Bill is the final piece of the GOP agenda. House Speaker Paul Ryan has been stepping up his outreach to conservative groups and opinion leaders in order to get Republican support for the Farm Bill on the House floor. During an interview with conservative talk show host Hugh Hewitt yesterday, Ryan described the bill as the final installment of our Better Way agenda. Ryan said the Farm Bill invests the savings you get from a work requirement into making sure you can give people that transition training they need to get the skills they need to get the careers they want. Keep in mind, Ryan will be vital to delivering the votes of conservatives who don't like the bill's farm program spending and political vulnerable moderates who may be wary of voting for SNAP reforms that have no future in the Senate. Ryan has made himself a lame duck by announcing his retirement, but he's still in demand as a fundraiser, which means he's still got clout with colleagues desperate to hold on to their seats and the GOP House majority. Ryan appeared at three separate fundraisers in Washington on Wednesday alone, that according to Real Clear Politics. Conservative polls, voters back work requirements. A conservative group called the Opportunity Solutions Project is circulating poll results that indicate strong support for the SNAP reforms in Peterson's Minnesota district, as well as Jim McGovern's district in Massachusetts. McGovern is the ranking member on the House Agriculture Nutrition Subcommittee and has been especially critical of the GOP bill. 
According to surveys by Core Strategies, a GOP firm, 76% of the voters in Peterson's district and 75% of those in McGovern's support requiring able-bodied working-age adults to work or be in job training at least part-time. NAFTA Lightning Round U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer Canadian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Christia Freeland, and Mexican Minister of Economy, Ildefonso Guardo Varil, are sitting down today for a second day of negotiations at USTR headquarters in Washington. The goal is to accelerate a final deal on revisions to the NAFTA agreement, a government official told AgriPulse. Freeland was quoted by Bloomberg as describing the talks as intensified engagement. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence has said he believes the three countries could wrap up the negotiations, quote, within the next several weeks. Purdue fills key USDA positions. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue made it official yesterday regarding his picks for the Risk Management Agency and Foreign Agriculture Service, both of which AgriPulse previously reported. He also announced two other positions. Martin Marbury former president of the National Corn Growers Association, has been named as the RMA administrator. Barbary operates a 6,000-acre farm in Illinois, producing corn, soybeans, wheat, sorghum, and alfalfa. Ken Isley, a longtime executive with Dow AgriSciences and the new DuPont, will serve as administrator of the FAS. Isley has most recently served as special advisor for Corteva AgriScience, that's the agriculture division of Dow DuPont. His last position at Dow AgriSciences was as vice president, general counsel, and secretary. Also appointed, housing finance consultant Joel Bailey as administrator of the Rural Housing Service and Georgia agribusinessman Tommy Williams as Minister Council for Agriculture at the U.S. Mission to the United Nations Agencies for Food and Agriculture in Rome. Keep in mind, several other agencies still have only acting administrators, including the Agriculture Marketing Service, the Farm Service Agency, the Natural Resources Conservation Service, and the Food Safety and Inspection Service. State Appeals Court-Backed Glyphosate Listing A California appeals court has affirmed the listing of glyphosate under Proposition 65. That's the state law that requires warning labels to be placed on products containing cancer-causing chemicals. But it's still an open question whether warning labels will be placed on glyphosate products. A federal judge ruled in February that the state couldn't require the warning labels because they would be inherently misleading, since only one scientific body has listed the chemical even as a probable carcinogen. ICE defends dairy farm raid. The Immigrations and Customs Enforcement is defending its raid this week on a New York dairy farm in which the farmer says he wound up handcuffed. The farmer, John Collins, told Syracuse.com that the ICE agents showed up without a warrant to arrest one of his workers. When Collins protested and tried to take pictures of the agents, they grabbed his phone, handcuffed him, and threatened to arrest him, he said. In a statement to AgriPulse, I said the worker was in the country illegally and had been deported on three occasions, most recently in January 2014. Ice also says he had a criminal conviction for reckless aggravated assault. Here's today's She Said It. You should pay attention to this farm bill. 
It's inexplicable. It's hard to understand why they would do this. That House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi addressing reporters at her weekly news conference. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.